You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the other host of Independent Waters. Don't know why I said the show name twice. Zach Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, it feels like spring suddenly coming around in Jersey. Oh, finally. Spring is my favorite. Spring and fall are my favorite seasons. Because Spring's pretty awesome. I know, I know. I like fall because it's like, they're both just like perfect weather for me. Like, I love mm. spring. Because I could bust out the Hawaiian shirts again, and it's sunny and nice, and I feel good. And I like fall because it's not too it's not too cold, but it's not too warm, and it's mm. like nice jeans and flannel weather. Fall and spring are the two best seasons, and there is no competition. <laughs> For me, spring and summer are kind of interchangeable, but I definitely love me some fall. Fair All the fucking snow finally melted, <laughs> but which nobody, is nice. But nobody likes winter. <laughs> Fuck winter. Oh, God. I mean, I, I don't f- hate I don't hate winter because I'd rather be cold than hot. I think I honestly I think I like winter more than I like summer, but this winter specifically can fuck off. Like <laughs> Yeah, I run, so I've been running in the fucking snow and ice for the last couple weeks, and I'm very glad Yikes. to see it all melt now. Yeah, I bet. I bet because you're probably not sliding around out there. I had like one or two times where I went over and I stepped on what I thought was snow and I've almost slipped and I was like, that would have been real. That would have sucked Whoa. really badly. <laughs> nothing like waking up at 9 a.m., running out, and then mid-run slipping and falling face first onto the street. That's... Shoo. Man, How's that'd be a way to yet? start your day, huh? Oh, yeah. Wake me right up. Yep. So it's like time to wake up and get the day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got. I think we got some decent matches this week. So why don't we just jump right on into it? Uh, who oh. started off? Oh, what boys. was it? Two weeks ago. It's been a f- fucking minute. But if I want to give a guess, I want to say that since you were the one that went last before we both watched the uh, our match together, I want to say you went first. All right. So why don't you kick us off this week? Okay, let's see. Which one do I want to go for first? Ah, we'll go with this one first. Uh, so I was in the Josh Alexander mood because my dad keeps up with Impact. Classic. And I heard Josh Alexander, and I saw some of him in action. And I was like, you know what? I could go for a Josh Alexander match. Nice. And I ended up finding Josh Alexander versus Sheldon Jean at Sea Valley Wrestling. Sea Valley Wrestling, okay. Yeah. It was Sea uh, Valley Wrestling 2 uh, hold on, let me get the full title of the pay-per-view thing, or the event for you. Sea Valley Wrestling 2, Love Hurts. Love does indeed hurt. Yes, it does. <laughs> so does wrestling, so let's get into that. Hey, that's a fucking great segue <laughs> right there. Alright, match starts right off, and there's some brief chain wrestling between the two, until Alexander uses the ropes to get Gene off of him. And when he backs off, Alexander just kind of shoves him, and it's kind of like, he just gives him like a, oh, alright, motherfucker, let's fucking do this shit then. Gets him all, like, pumped up, the two go right back at it. And Alexander gets Gene in a headlock. 
And, oh god, I'm remembering this now. So someone at this point yells the word wrestling, because they're doing a bunch of chain wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone in the wrestling! crowd yells it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just, I laughed a bit at that. And, see, normally I wouldn't mention, like, this crowd stuff, because I'd leave that up to anyone who watches the match for the stuff that the crowd all does, unless it's super important to the match. But this joke, the crowd just beats this joke into the ground. God. <sighs> Throughout this entire match, there's just one fucking guy who's just yelling the word wrestling, and I'm like, all right, I get it. They're wrestling. The joke yeah, died. We got it. We understand. They're doing the thing. Like, Josh Alexander even does the joke once, and I thought that was where the joke would just stop. But no, it just persisted, and I was just like, could you Oy. just not? Like, shh, you're, you're like the, the guy with the, like, shh, like when they it's... do the slap. Except no slap, you're just telling everybody to shut up. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, I gotta put out, this is the less than ideal part of this match, was that the crowd was not the greatest for this match. Okay. They just didn't show a lot of enthusiasm for it. They just, like, they just kind of drew my attention away from the match, like, just shouting just random shit for the wrestlers to do, and I'm just like, no, man, just just cheer and just watch them, man. Come on. Yeah, right? Like, just just respect the art that's happening in front of you. Like, respect the, <laughs> respect the competitors, the performers, yeah. like, shit. So I, that, that took a little bit out of me when I was watching this match. But back to the match. The two execute a good back and forth of holds, ending with Alexander and in a cross face, which he then turns into a pin. Mm-hmm. When Gene lets go and breaks the pin, Alexander gets up and shoves Gene again. At this point now, this has just kind of pissed him off, because up until this point, Alexander's just not really been... He's just kind of been shoving him whenever uh, he's like been told to get off him, right? Mm. And he immediately charges him after this. Oof. Okay. The two exchange some more strikes. There's some chops for Alexander, some forearms towards uh, from Gene. And Alexander then shoulder charges him to the mat. Gene tries to jump over Alexander as he runs the ropes, but Alexander catches him in a fireman's carry. And uh, while he is trying to get out of it, like he, while he's able to get out of it, he then eats a running back elbow for his troubles Oof. for that, knocking Yikes. him right to the mat. Alexander just then starts to dissect Gene, and we get this neat sequence where Gene gets sent to the apron, tries to spear Alexander, Alexander dodges it, tries to knee him in the face, but Gene dodges it. Okay. And then throws Alexander face first into the turnbuckles. Um, then Alexander, after I think Gene gets into the ring, Alexander then goes for a German, but Gene is able to throw him to the outside by running towards the ropes and like kind of using his weight to throw him out of the ring. He mm-hmm. then goes for a suicide dive, but Alexander walks to the other side of the ring. So he gets out of the ring and chases Alexander around the ring. Okay. Alexander then tries to attack Gene once the two of them get back into the ring. And Gene counters this by hitting him with a jumping knee uh, kick to the face. Gene Ooh. then dominates Jump- with a series of <laughs> Jumping knee strikes. kick to the face is yeah. interesting. <laughs> it's a kick. I slip of the tongue. If you will. Hey, no worries. It's just, I can like picture it, you know, like a yeah. like knee and then into kick. <laughs> Oh god, that would be a that would be a sick move, like a jumping high knee into an enziguri. Oh yeah, or like a jumping high knee, and then they bounce off the ropes, and you hit him with like a bicycle kick. Ooh, I would like that. Would be cool. Wrestlers do that. I would, I would love to see that. <laughs> Dude, hey, what we said, do that. It'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, after Gene dominates the series, William strikes. He goes for a DDT, but Ale- which is uh, his finisher, this double underhook DDT, if I recall correctly. Alexander shoves him away and gives uh, him a spinning back kick. Uh, Gene gives him a spinning back kick and then tries to hit him with a side knee, but Alexander catches him, picks him up in the air, like knee first, and just drops him on his back with a backbreaker. Or oh. drops him on his knee with a backbreaker. It looked nasty. 
Yikes. Alexander then again proceeds to take apart Gene, and despite his best efforts to come back, uh, the two then exchange hefty forearm strikes with each other until Gene forms Alexander to his knees, and then <laughs> Alexander is forced to then knee him in the stomach to stop him. Okay. He then tries to continue this, but Gene interrupts him with a massive big boot to the face, which had a ton of impact to it. Like, you could hear the smack when it hit him. Mm-hmm. Followed by a... Let's see now. He then hit a, another jumping side leg attack, which kind of like Booker T's um, bookend. Not the bookend. I forgot what it is, but it's like a jumping high like side leg or whatever. I can't. I don't know if this that's yet what the name of this move is. Sorry. Not but worried. after this, the two of them are Keep then going. knocked both to the ground. Alexander tries to roll Gene up, but Gene then kicks out and is then sent to the apron. And not missing a beat, immediately not, punches Alexander in the face, jumps to the t- uh, springs off the top rope, and hits Alexander with a clothesline. Okay. He then hits a few running forearms. Alexander then gets his uh, gets his feet up to stop him when he's in the corner now at this point. But sadly for him, Gene then hits him with a drop kick after which sends him off the top turnbuckle to the outside. Yikes! Not wanting to lose the upper hand at this, he then does a tope con hilo, which gets Alexander and then gets Alexander into the ring. He then hits a spinning fireman's carry slam, which the best way I can describe it is he just gets him on his shoulders. He spins around, then he's like. This move looked like it hurt Alexa- uh, Gene more than Alexander, but then Alex- Gene went for the pin, and I was like, oh, that was not Alexander countering it. That was just a weird-looking move. Okay. That, that move just hurt. It's like, that move just weird, huh? It just hurts all involved. Great. He goes for something off the top rope, but Alexander dodges it, hits him with an enziguri, and then follows it up by a German suplex buckle bomb, which was one of my favorite spots of this. German Big. suplex buckle bomb. Yep. Big yikes. Yep. It looked about as rough. It looked as rough as it sounds. Yeah, I bet. Alexander that sounds, then goes, miserable to take. Oh yeah. Alexander then goes to the top rope, but before he can get anything done, Gene runs up to the top like he just jumps up there, grabs him, and then hits an overhead belly the belly to suplex on Alexander off the top. Nice, very nice. Alexander then goes for his finisher, which is a double underhook pile driver, but Gene rolls him up, but it doesn't get the job done. Okay. Alexander then hits a disgusting-looking dragon screw leg sweep. Nice. Because, like, his leg literally, like, his knee, like, bends inward. Oh. And I just think, oh, no. Ugh. That move will never not look rough whenever I watch it happen to someone. I'm just like, no. Yeah, it's like your body shouldn't move the way it does when you're getting hit with a dragon screw. Like, the way it, like, like stops and then falls. Mm-hmm. Alexander then hits his finisher. And surprisingly, Gene kicks out. Which Ooh, really surprised okay. me and whatever part of the crowd was in a, involved with this match because they were for Alexander. Alexander then hits a, a hefty-looking discus forearm to Gene's face, mm-hmm. goes for a slam, but Gene then counters it into the double underhook DDT he tried going before and then gets a surprising win. All right, big win for him here. Yeah, apparently, evidently, like, the crowd was really behind Alexander. Uh, honestly, for this match, I'll give this match a meh. Okay. It might have been higher up. But the crowd just, God, the crowd just killed some of my enthusiasm for this match. Like, oh, there were some really yikes. cool spots that I liked. Like, I liked the buckle bomb spot. The belly to belly was, was like, looked a bit like, I was like, oh. But then when they did it, I was like, oh, that looked good. Good shit. <laughs> All right, well, that looked good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, like, I was literally, like, when he grabbed him, like, it was one of those, like, I'm about to go off the top rope. You need to come with me. And Alexander was like, take me. And that they both just kind of <laughs> fell off the top rope over him. You have to come with me. Take me. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fine match, though, otherwise. I feel like if the crowd was more involved, this might have gotten a high meth, maybe. 
Because like, I remember there was a point when like Gene tries to get the crowd going for him, and the crowd just did not give a shit about him. Yikes. Like, and I was like, man, come on. Big yikes. Just I hate clap him. for the man. Like, just help him out. He's trying his try- damnedest. <laughs> He's, He's trying, trying be- his best. He's trying to be entertaining for you guys. Come on. Uh, they're putting their bodies on the line for you. Show them respect at least. Pretty much. But yeah. So that was my, that's my first match. Solid, solid, solid. All right, so let's get into my first match. We have a match from Shine Wrestling Ooh. going over to Japan, baby. Nice. We have Mayu ya- we have Miyu Yama- Yamashi. Miyu Yamashi, okay. No, Miyu Yamashita, sorry. I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to pronounce the name because I'm terrible with pronunciations. But Miyu Yamashita, who mm-hmm. I believe is part of the AEW Women's Tournament currently happening. He, she might be. I'm gonna look it up. Keep going. I believe she is. Yeah, you you look that up. Anyway, versus Allison K. <laughs> Allison K. Oh, a name we both know. Yeah. Um, this and this match is for the Shine Women's Championship or the the Shine Championship. I don't know why I said women's because that is just redundant. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so this match is for the Shine Championship between uh K and Yamashita, and let me tell you when. When I say these two, like, beat the crap out of each other, I know I say that a lot, but, like, this time I mean it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this time they actually did that This to time each they other. actually did. Like, it's it, it starts off with, like, regular... Allison K makes her entrance, Miyu makes her entrance, and while she's, like, holding up the belt in the middle, Allison K just, like, storms up to her and gets in her face. Like, oh. she's, like, talking trash, like, all up in Miyu's face. But Miyu just, like, ignores her and continues her entrance anyway. <laughs> and it just makes Allison K look, like, really creepy. And it's, like, so... It's you it's ever... actually... It actually works for the match really well. Because it makes, it makes Allison K feel much more like the heel. You ever just get straight ignored by your opponent when you're trying to do some, psych, some like, mind game shit? <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, Allison K was, like, trying to get inside Miu's head, and Miu was like, tinfoil hat. <laughs> like, uh, you, you, can't, you, you, can't, you can't get in my head. But I, I refuse. I found it. Uh, I do not see her name on the list. Maybe... Oh, weird. I could have sworn she was. I, I, I heard that name somewhere. I can't remember where I heard it. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, back to this match. Uh, these two started off with a pretty technical wrestling match, but also a very hard-hitting one. Uh, a lot of good chain wrestling in the beginning from Kay and Miyu, but there's also a lot of really good, solid kicks from Miyu and elbows from Miyu, who's really just laying it in. Like, ah. these look like potatoes, man. Like, they look <laughs> like they're just going right in there. Never, um, ever change New Japan women wrestlers you guys literally oh, yeah. beat the shit out of each other and somehow don't look absolutely fucked after the match hey allison allison k got her fair share of shots oh, in yeah. too there yeah. was there's yeah we, we saw was her blood sport okay k can take some fucking hits we know we know k can take some hits and dish out some fucking punishment we know mm-hmm. this uh so k uh ends up getting in uh ends up getting in her strikes where she gets mayu in the corner or me in the corner and just, just just starts chopping away, and it when I tell you it echoes, my guy, it echoes. Oh, because the crowd is quiet, but not in a bad way. Yeah, the that's, thing that's about, uh, Japan crowds, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a Japan crowd. It's not. It's not an American crowd. The Japan crowds are very respectful, like to watch 
like to watch yeah. the wrestlers. They're not like they're not like woo yeah. yeah they're not like a, yeah. they're also not like an EU crowd that's like super like super much like having their own fun with having the wrestlers fun. Like, yeah, J- Japanese crowds are very respectful. Yeah, they do react, but only at points yeah. where like it's proper. I guess the word I'm putting it like when certain yeah. moments happen, they'll react. Like if someone goes through a table, they'll react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if yeah, they're having yeah. chain wrestling, it's like you said, it's very respectful, very much them like taking in the art of watching pro mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah, they 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 just sit and enjoy what they're watching, and, it, and I think it's cool. So it's like it's yeah. quiet. It's very quiet throughout the arena, so throughout the, the whole match because of that. And man, it just makes those chops sound brutal. Damn. Like there's one point where uh, they end up fighting to like the outside too, mm-hmm. and K like leans. Me like over the apron, yeah, and just goes, Everyone be quiet, <laughs> and it's just dead silent. And you just hear she, she, instead of chopping like straight, she goes down. Oh, because she, because me is like leaning over the, the apron, so she's like basically like laying on the apron, like bent mm-hmm. backwards. Oh and, no, and Kay just chops downward straight ah. on her chest, and oh my god, she does it twice. God, and both right. just sound like gunshots. Like, <laughs> mm. I'll leave a mark in the morning. Oh yeah, it will. It's it was brutal. It was like whap. <laughs> um. Then while they're on the outside, Kay grabs Miu and whips her into a row of chairs. Oh, of course. Yep. Um. Then. Then they fight. They fight around on a little bit on the outside, and Miu gets the upper hand, and then she whips K through a bunch of chairs. Oh my god! Uh, and then they finally get back in the ring. These two are exhausted. Uh, Allison K uh, goes for a pin, uh, and she gets up. Like uh, Miu kicks out, and mm-hmm. they're both just down on the ground. Yeah, they both use each other to get up. And just start trading blows back and forth. It's like K winds up elbows, chops, Miu's hitting like head kicks that are just knocking K around. Ooh. Oh yeah. Big, like big meaty kicks, just like laying them in right to Allison's head, to her legs, to her midsection. Really, really educated feet for Miu. Mm-hmm. Um and K is also just laying at elbows, punches, chops, whatever she can get. Uh like these two just don't stop. Like um there is one point where uh K is in the corner and Miu goes to the other end and just runs, jumps and just like does like a big boot. Ooh. Just, it was like a haluva kick except she like got a little bit of air. Damn. Yeah, it was brutal looking. Uh that that is but that is not enough to take K down. Um and in the in the middle of the ring, they're training blows yet again. Uh, Miu hits a big kick to Allison's head. Allison bounces off the ropes, comes back with a discus lariat, turns Miu absolutely inside out, and gets the one, two, three, and ends Damn. up winning. Ends up becoming the new Shine champion. Miu was champion going into this match, which I forgot <sighs> to mention in the beginning. But Miu was champion going into this match. Allison K ends up winning with his discus lariat and becoming the new Shine champion. Dude, that is damn. That sounds like a fucking great match. This match was very good. Uh, they, they absolutely, like I said, like I said, they beat the crap out of each other, and I usually use that term very lightly. 
Uh, but they actually really beat the crap out of each other. They actually just beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the match, uh, Allison K calls Miyu back in the ring, mm-hmm. puts her hand out for the handshake, shakes her hand, and then pulls her in. Yeah. And, like, whispers something and just, like, pushes her away. Oh, And wow. leaves the ring with the title. I was expecting a forearm to the face. No, it was like, it was like, it, it was like, she, she like shook her hand respectfully, but it was like aggressive. It was like aggressive respect. Mm-hmm. It's like she ripped her in, said something and was like, all right. And like pushed her off after she was done and left the ring. She didn't like beat her up or anything. It was just like yeah, very I was aggressive. expecting the beat up, did not get beat up, got aggressive handshake and secrets. You got, yeah, aggressive, <laughs> aggressive respect and secrets. Um, but yeah, that was this match. I think I'm going to give it a high met. I don't think it busted that markout threshold for me, mm-hmm. uh, but it was very, very good. I liked it a lot. These two really, really put put on a good wrestling match, and I was a huge fan of it. Uh, so definitely high meh, but like all, definitely like on the verge of like getting there, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, at least. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, uh, very cool match. Uh, what's what's uh, your second one of the the uh, the old episode? All right, I decided to. I, I wanted to find a match between one competitor and or two different competitors, but I couldn't find one. And then I found one with them both in it, so I was very happy to see that. There you go. Best I, of both worlds. I chose to do Erica Lay. Okay. Versus Ziggy Heim. Okay, I don't think I've heard of either of these two. I've heard. I looked. I looked around to see uh, stars or indie independent wrestlers that people say that are good. And both these, both their names came up in a website I found. So I was like, sure, let me find a match with Ziggy Heim. And then I saw Erica Lay, and I was like, oh, well, this works out perfectly. There you go. And it is at Intercontinental Combat Sports Wrestling TV, or for short, <laughs> ICS Wrestling TV. Okay. Okay. That mouthful. Okay, thank you. Know, it is a mouthful. That's why it's. That's why the. Uh, I should. You should use the second one. Both these women have very, very uh, unique sets of attire for this for this match. First off, okay. Like, Heim's got like a checkerboard like outfit on, and like Lay's got like this. Let's really go. So bright... ska. <laughs> true. True. Uh, and Lay's got like what I would like to call like. The wrestling attire looks like someone took, like, a bunch of different prints of different colors and just sewed them together and put them onto an attire. <laughs> Somebody, she was just going around, like, collecting scraps of, like... Literally, you know, like... Of, of, like, she's, like, she was working on, like, a bunch of other wrestlers' attire, mm-hmm. and then and then this person called her and was like, I need gear right now, yeah. and she's like, shit, I don't have any fabric, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, blue cheetah print, like like green like zebra stripes like shit like that like all sewn together onto one like like uh her onto like her outfit they're like i guess i'll just use what i have laying around exactly <laughs> so i'd like uh, thankfully I will go, i'm glad to see unlike the previous match that i discussed the crowd in this match was so much better nice they interacted with the match they were cheering for each competitor just like a textbook example of like what you want out of like a, just a good crowd Mm-hmm. I was very. I was happy after, especially after watching the previous match. I watched. I was like, "Oh, thank God! Oh, thank goodness! Thank oh, goodness!" Look, audience interaction. That's not shitty. Exactly. All right. So into this match starts off with Heim giving a uh, lay a handshake. The moment she takes it, Heim just puts her in a headlock. Great. We're going with Good one start. of these types of match. Yep, right off the bat, just like that. So uh, the two go back and forth for a bit until Heim switches in a wrist lock on Lay, and Lay <laughs> Lay does a pop and lock. And gets out of it with that. Perfect. And I was like, she danced out of the move. I was like, I already like this. <laughs> this is uh, already great. Eventually, uh, the two separate. 
and there's another collar and elbow tie-up that follows it. And the two get into like a bit of a more of a back and forth again like this, where mm-hmm. they're just kind of cinching and in and countering each other's holds. And this uh, the, it gets it stops when uh, Heim, Heim, I think it's Heim, yeah, it's Heim, gets uh, Lay in a German suplex position, right? So Lay mm-hmm. does the uh, the Macarena to get out of it. <laughs> it's just like, she's just dancing her way out of holds. Very good. Mm-hmm. It's a very good way to, like, get out of holds creatively, I feel like. Yes. Sadly, though, this isn't as effective as she was kind of hoping. No, that's it. it's, not, it's not as effective as it is entertaining, because ha- Heim at this point is fuming that she just did that twice to her. She puts her in another headlock right after, as she's like, yeah, that worked, you're putting a headlock immediately. <laughs> Lay then uh, throws <laughs> her off the rope, uh, off the ropes, and then uh, dives to the ground, like, below her, to try to, like, go underneath when she runs over her. Except Heim sees this, stops, and then jumps and dives to the ground next to her. So now they're both laying, like, belly first on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Lay notices it, Heim looks at her, smiles, grabs her by the head, and slams her to the mat. And I was like, okay, oh, that's yikes. A, I'm like, that's a cool spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Heim then tries to do an over-the-shoulder throw on Lei, but uh, Lei then cartwheels out of it and then drop kicks Heim into, into the corner. After dodging a splash attempt by Lei in the corner, Heim throws her to the opposite corner of the ring and hits consecutive running strikes, which then, as she's in the turnbuckle, she, pull, like, as the ref's, like, telling her, like, stop, get her out of the, tur- out of the corner, she takes her back foot and trips up uh, Lei, so Lei's now sitting in the corner. And then she has a big drop kick to her chest when she's laying in the corner. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. That Lay sounds then, like that sounds brutal. It was awesome. I liked it quite a bit. Okay. Uh, Lay uh, tries to make a comeback here via a jawbreaker, but then Heim immediately puts a stop to this by grabbing a handful of her a handful of her hair. I can speak words English, and uh, yanks her to the ground. And the ref's like, "Don't grab the hair," and she's like, "Well, she grabbed my hair first, or something like that." Then we know that's later in the match. My bad. It's bullshit anyway, but, you know, he'll be healed. <laughs> heels, heels be healing. Yep. Heim then just pummels Lay from corner to corner, and even though Lay is able to get a few strikes in the corner and, like, counter an Irish whip at one point, Heim just doesn't firmly control the match at this point. This comes okay. to an end when Lay throws Heim over her shoulders onto the apron, and though it looked like she nearly fell to the outside of the ring, like, she literally, like, got thrown over as she ran her in the corner, and for a second, it looked like she was just gonna fall to the outside. Thank God did okay. not. Thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness she did not fall unintentionally to the outside. Then Haim uh, is able to grab her by her head and garrot her over the top rope so that she can stay further control of this and gets her in a chin lock then. But uh, then Lei, with the help of the crowd, is able to hulk up twice and get out of it. And the two then okay. take turns just clobbering each other with running forearms to the chest. When like one, It basically is a spot where one of them goes to run the ropes, the other one runs, Forearm to the chest. Goes to do the uh, running from the goes to run the ropes. Immediately gets formed in the chest the moment they turn around. Then uh let's okay. see. Then this uh the two then eventually uh this ends with a running face buster by Lay onto Heim. The two then get to their knees and exchange strikes with each other until they get to their feet and Lay hits Heim with a spinning back kick to the head. She then okay. hits a running boot to Heim's head, followed by a sling blade for a near fall. Oh, sling blades are awesome. I like. I'll, 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 I'll never hate a sling blade. Though now after watching WWE, I can just hear Michael Cole in my head going sling, sling blade. blade. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then uh, this actually leads to the finish. Funnily enough, where uh, Lay goes for her finisher since she said, "I'm gonna finish this and I'm done here." 
and uh, okay. Heim then actually bites her hand, so she's forced has to the drop same her. Ener- has the same energy as, if he dies, he dies. God, I fucking love that line so much. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk God, about it again later. God bless you, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Alright, which uh, actually gives Heim the opportunity, because as Lay is screaming in pain as she's biting her hand, she gets into a backslide pin for the surprising win, actually. Oh, I was nice. Like, I was like, oh shit, it ended. Real quick, real quick roll up there. I know, I was like, oh. I'll give it this. The match, for the wrestling-wise, was fine. It was good wrestling. It was well-executed. There were some points here and there where the movement was a bit, like, clunky and a bit iffy, but, like, they didn't really let it bother them, which I'm very happy when wrestlers don't let that completely ruin a spot or, like, anything like that. They just kind of go with it. Mm -hmm. Though, one thing I was kind of sad about was that I wish that uh, I could have heard the two of them better while they were wrestling, because, like, they were, like, talking shit in the match and saying stuff to the ref, and I just couldn't hear it because of the announcers and the crowd and all that, and I was just kind of, like, lost in the background. I was actually surprised I heard what Lay said when she went for her finisher. Hmm. Uh, I will say, though, one last thing. These two had okay. really good facial expressions and character work in this match, in my opinion. But that always helps. Like, they, Haim and Lay were very expressive, very, like, much, like, getting their character across. They were selling each other well. And, like, I, I will say this. I'm definitely going to look in for look for another match of the future with either one of these two. Because, like, I could definitely see, like, they have, like, this potential to them with me right now. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, these two can have, like, one. each of these two could have a really good match. I can just yeah. see it in my head. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to give that match... I want to say I'm going to give that match a meh. Okay. Because while I did like the uh, the stuff... Uh, as I said at the end, there were some things I liked about it. The the like, the like clunky-ish movement and like the like not outstanding wrestling does, isn't going to carry it to the high meh for me. Though I'm very happy that the crowd was better for this match. And like there were factors for it, but it was good. It's a good match to watch. I enjoyed it. And it's like only like 10 minutes or something like that. Okay. Okay. Sounds sounds pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me if you second. if I I'm probably gonna give you that match for next week. If you give that match a high met, I'm probably gonna agree with it once uh once you uh tell me sh- your opinion on that match because usually usually <laughs> raise my opinion on matches. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Anywho, right. I've talked enough for uh this bit. Uh, <laughs> give me your next match. All please. right, my next my next match is another one from the old the you know the old go to Beyond Wrestling. Ah. <sighs> I love Beyond Wrestling so much. I know much. they always have bangers. Always, they really do. Uh, we got we got another banger. We got Desmond Xavier, uh, also Ooh. known as Wes Lee of MSK nowadays. Oh shit! All right. Uh, yeah, Desmond Xavier, formerly of the Rascals, uh, versus Zenshi, who is somebody I've never heard of before. Zenshi, I think sounds familiar. It did, that that was I had the same feeling. I was like, I know I've never seen this guy before, but for some reason that name like rings a bell. I know where I've seen him before. Where is that? Tell me. He's in MLW. That would make sense. I okay. think I saw like a match of his like in the background when I was walking by my dad while he was watching MLW in my living room. Cool, cool. All right, so we got Desmond Xavier taking on Zenshi, uh, from Beyond Wrestling. This match. You these two are both incredibly fast. Yes. And right almost right off the bat, it shows. Yeah. Uh, they they square up. They square up. Uh they both get a little bit of moves in on each other. And then the big sequence starts where they just start doing moves to each other, but they keep reversing each other back and forth so nobody Ooh. actually ever gets hit with anything. 
I like. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. dodges, reversal. I cannot even begin to try to describe it, this sequence because it was like a thousand things in like a second. <laughs> it's like the match started and someone was like, and they were like, all right, take the adrenaline shot right now. We're going full. We're going balls to the walls right away. Yeah, it was like it was like the match started and they like took like the like they did the Pulp Fiction thing where they took the adrenaline shot like straight into the chest. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like <gasps> straight into the chest. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, exactly that. Like just like. Fuck. Alright, uh, this, this match is really, is really cool in the beginning, because mm-hmm. like I said, it starts off fast, and you're like, alright, I like what I'm getting into here. Yeah. And then it slows down. Oh. Then okay. she starts doing a little more heel work, and when I say heel work, I mean that in the terms of he's being the heel, and also he's working Xavier's heel. <laughs> oh. Like his ankles. <laughs> oh, uh, ankle, oh. Yeah, he's wow, working... That's... He's working Desmond's like like legs basically like ankle like he's doing ankle locks leg locks like he's working his legs so Desmond can't get off the ground. The uh, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, there's one point where uh, Zenshi gets some offense in, knocks Xavier to all fours. Like Xavier's like in a crawling position, mm-hmm. and Zenshi bounces off the ropes, does a standing moonsault, but no, a st- wait, was it a moonsault? Oh wait, no, that's later. I'm 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 completely missing the part that I was talking about. Got turned around. Sorry. Yeah, I got I got a little too far in the match. This this next spot, uh, Xavier was on the top rope after getting some offense in, and then Zenchi rips his legs out, but Xavier doesn't fall. He like lands laying down on the second rope. Like you know, how, like when you're like laying in the corner across like the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah he's like laying down, basically like, uh across the turnbuckle diagonally on the second rope. Mm-hmm. And then, from a standing position, Zenshi just does a moonsault and hits him with both of his knees. Wow, shit. While he's laying on the second rope. That's a fucking flex and a half I've ever seen one. Yeah, like, literally, Zenshi's just like, oh, you're laying like that? Anyway, turn around, just bat- just moonsault, double knees to his gut. God, Absolutely just... looks brutal. Uh, Sounds brutal. Yeah. Uh, Zenshi gets Zenshi keeps on the uh, technical offense, but uh, Xavier finally gets a little bit of a little bit of momentum going. Where he kicks he kicks uh, Zenshi away uh, out of an ankle lock, gets up and just hits hits him with a cutter. Ooh, as you know, as they say, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> that that was a funny bit I wanted to uh, call out on commentary. When Xavier hits this cutter, the 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 announcer was like, "Oh, a cutter completely out of nowhere!" Wait, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, like, "I didn't even mean it like that." Um, it was very funny, but uh, get some offense in, and then here's the other part. Here's the other spot I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh. Xavier is on all fours and he's like crawling and he's by the ropes. Yeah. And Zenshi bounces off the ropes, does a shooting star press, but he doesn't like do a shooting star press and land on Xavier. Mm-hmm. What he does is he does a shooting star press and he gets his knees into Xavier's gut. Damn. So he like does a shooting star press, but he hits him with a double knee, like to his stomach. While he's, on, my while, head. while he's, like, crawling. Do you understand that? Does that make yeah, sense? I think I do, and that sounds nutty to look at. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was very nutty to look at. 
I was like, oh, he missed. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> like, Oh, no, he did not. I was exactly, yeah. I guess. I was like, oh, oh, that wasn't a botch? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's one point, too, where uh, Xavier goes to throw Zenshi over the, like, into the, the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And you know how when they, like, throw the, mo- like, when they hit the turnbuckle and they, like, like spill over? Yeah. Zenshi looks like he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But then you realize he caught himself on the ropes, and he slowly is, like, holding himself up, lowers his body down, and then drops and sweeps out Xavier's legs when he comes into the corner to rush at him. It doesn't make any sense. The things Zenchi is doing in this match make no sense by human physics. I'm just thinking in my head, and I'm just like, damn. You literally, you like, you have to see it. Hold on. I, You know what? We're We're taking a break. I'm sending you a clip of this match because I need you to experience this spot and tell me it's not absolutely insane. All right. So, Zach, I just showed you this wild spot I was trying to describe. I pulled up the clip. It took me way too long to find it. Yes, yeah, took me quite a bit of time, but it was worth it. Yeah. That like, man's I, got core strength for days, man. If you want to see this spot, go watch this match. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Desmond Xavier versus Zenshi uh, from Beyond. Easy to find. Uh, if you want to see that spot I'm talking about, go watch this match. Because I cannot do it justice with my words. There's like no way. Um. Anyway, back to the back to the match after that one spot. Uh. So we get Zenchi gets back after that. Zenchi gets back into the technical working Xavier's legs, really hammering it in, getting an ankle locks like like I said, ankle back to the ankle locks, leg locks. Xavier's legs, he's like limping at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and Zenshi gets a ankle lock in. Xavier gets to the ropes, gets a rope break. Mm-hmm. And then Zenshi like lets the rope break happen and then he with his legs he like kicks Xavier like back towards the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Grabs his ankle again, but instead of going for an ankle lock yeah. He just sits, like, down and, like, folds Xavier up in a pin. Oh. And then he grabs the ropes with his arm for leverage and gets the one, two, three. Oh, sneaky little dirty pin there. Yes, sneaky dirty pin to end this match from Zenchi. Uh, the ref doesn't notice it. Uh, so it looked like he was going for another ankle lock, but then Zenchi's just like, nope, pin, and I got the rope, sucker. Uh, and ends up winning this one very, very sneakily. Very, very sneaky. Uh, this match was this match was kind of solid. Like this match was solid. I just wish we saw them do more high flyer stuff. Like there was some cool spots here and there, mm. but this match was a lot more technical than I wanted it to be. Like I like don't get me wrong, a good technical match is good, but I know mm-hmm. these guys are two high flyers, and I want to see them fly. You know, like, that's the, I think it's like the second weekend where we've been watching matches where we got we went to go see a high flying thing and we got unintentionally a different match that we were not expecting. Yeah, like, Zenshi was being much more technical work in the legs of Xavier, so Xavier didn't get his flying offense off, so it was like, it was like, Zenshi wasn't being high-flying because he was doing the technical stuff, Xavier wasn't being high-flying because he was selling the leg, so it was just like, it was, just, yeah, it's, it's just, just like, I didn't get what I wanted. Flying. It's not what like, you wanted, or I wanted this ma- thought you were uh, yeah, exactly. I wish this match was more like how I how it started with the reversals back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. and these two just went, you know. Yeah. Like I wish it. I wish it was more like the um, Blake Christian Ben Carter match. 
gotcha. from the acid cup that we watched. That was Ugh. bonkers. So good. I wish it was more like that, but it wasn't, and it was a little bit upsetting. But that doesn't mean it was bad. It was still very good. They still had their really cool spots. They still both did high-flying shenanigans. It just wasn't as much of it as I would like to see. Because, like, yeah. for me, it felt like this match didn't play to their strengths very much. Mm. Uh, and it made them both look... It made the match look less good as a whole because you know that this is not what these guys are used to doing. Mm, I feel that. Like I was so, it, w- it was like, whatever. It was fine. I give it a meh, and I'm going to stick to that. Stick to that meh. So now we we both we both got our matches out of the way this week. So now it's time for the match we both took a look at. Uh, we we I got to pick this week, and I picked Kimberly versus Shotzi. Uh, from a promotion yeah. that I did not write down. Rise from Rise. Thank you. Uh, I like had the space for it too, and I just forgot to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Rise. Uh, I was just go. I was just gu- I was just gushing about this last match. So Zach, why don't you start us off about what you thought? I really enjoyed this match a lot. Me as well. I thought it was very solid. Very well wrestled. Very, just just like a very well executed match between two really good wrestlers. Funnily enough, before I saw this ma- the match you sent me, I was like, maybe I want to watch a Shotzi Blackheart match. And then I was like, oh, let me see what Mikey put for us a while. And then I saw Shotzi Bada Blackheart, bang. and I'm like, well, there, there's no I need in, anymore. I was inside your brain, baby. <laughs> I think I've, I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say this. I don't think I've seen a bad Kimberly match yet. No. I haven't either. So goddamn talented. <laughs> Kimberly is just so good. Uh, Kimberly's oh, Kimberly's intergender matches are also just. Mm. When I looked, uh, side note because you just reminded me of it. Haim actually apparently has a lot, a lot of intergender matches too. Ooh, okay. So I'm I might be watching one of those like in a couple weeks after nice, I nice. gone through the rotation of others. But to this match here. So the match, the story behind this match going into this is that Shotzi just lost her belt after not being pinned in a gauntlet match by the current champ, who got cleared at the last minute, showed up, and pinned a different girl to win the belt. Yep, and is on commentary bragging about it the entire time. She's not even, like, being, like, super obnoxious, but she's, it's, like, one of those, like, humble brags where, like, it's just, like, she's like, no, no, it's just last minute. I'm just, like, she's, like, not even being, like, super dickheaded about it. She's being, like, oh, I'm, it's just a coincidence. Oh, it was, so, it was just so lucky that I got to have the yeah. opportunity to even wrestle in the tournament at all. And she's like, oh, yeah, Shotzi and I are friends. And, like, she's even saying with, like, malice or, like, sarcasm. Like, it's just, like, it's like some Bo Dallas shit where I'm, like, you're just being a I, dick by being I would nice. say, I feel like, I feel like there was a little hint of something in there. Maybe. I don't know, though. It was, like, the, the, the sip, was it was, like, this match. it was, like, yeah, we're friends. And then, like, sips tea, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, looks over like, it, like, mm. Mm, just let's, let's sit for a second. Anyway, that's that's not what this is about. Let's talk about the wrestling of this yeah, match this, between Kimber and Shotzi. This match starts right off the bat with an extremely well-executed chain wrestling sequence. Yes, like, yes. Really good chain wrestling. There's, like, one of my favorite parts, but there's this really cool counter where Leah's Shotzi in, like, a wrist lock and it, with her wrist, like, pinned to her back. And to get out of it, Shotzi basically puts them both to the floor, rolls backwards, somehow wraps Lee's arm with her around her leg and gets her in her own wrist lock and then stomps her el- on her elbow when she gets her hand facing up. And I was yeah, just like, that, I was like, damn. That Shayna Baszler style, like, mm-hmm. stomp. Like, I'm that not was brutal. I was brutal. And right after that, my entire expectation of the match, and I was like, if this match keeps being executed like that, this will be a great match. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, there was the other part I really liked was a little bit after that they had the Shotzi had a submission in on Kimberly where she was like back to back with her. Oh, and, the like, reverse had her... surfboard looking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then 
And then instead of just holding it there, she she just slammed her body on Kimberly. Yep. Like, oh, that I was sick. That. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't surprise me as much because in NXT, Shotzi, one of her finishes, I don't know if it still is, but she had, like, she has the calf mutilator as her finisher, which is a fucking nasty-looking uh, submission. Yeah. And, uh... Speaking of I mean, of, of course it is. Here. It's called the cattle mutilation. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she also is like, if I recall correctly, she's a really smooth transition from this two where she turns into like a backslide pin by flipping the two of them over. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, well, shit. All right. Which Kimberly kicks out of, by the way. Of course. Then we get yep. into this back and forth where a shot keeps trying to roll up Lee and Lee keeps getting like out of it and then getting some offense in on her own. Yes. Uh, of we... her own. Sorry. Yeah. So then we were we were talking about hard chops earlier today. Oh boy! And boy, howdy, does Kimberly get in some of those this match? Oh yeah, like oh my god! So after this big exchange and like Lee hits like a massive like tilt to world backbreaker onto Shotzi and when I mean, she gets her out of the corner, she <laughs> fucking Shotzi eventually like gets a stiff strike to Lee's t- chest, like she forearms her, and in response, Lee just chops her and like. God, the impact of this chop sounded like it sounded like a frying pan. Mm-hmm. And then she's another one where she like shushes the crowd for a bit, and then just chops her again. <sighs> Rough. It was so brutal. Oh my god! And then like she's taunting Shotzi, like she bows to her, and then Shotzi just fires up and just chops the shit out of her, like just like mm-hmm. rapid fire, just, <laughs> just over and over again under her. And I'm just like, oh shit! And then oh, we just oh, we're getting into it. Her, just to stop her, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the the sequence where they just start like elbowing each other at the same time. Oh. They just like grab each other and they're just like throwing elbows at each other's heads. They're just walloping the shit out and of then each they, other, and then they both bounce off the ropes and hit one last elbow and knock each other out. Yep. Oh, like, so good, ooh, so good. Great. Like they were. This was uh, was Jr. would call a slobber knocker. A slobber knocker, indeed, or as I like to call it, a good old hockey fight where they mm-hmm. just grab each other and just go. Yep. And I love how the moment the two of them get up, they immediately go right back at beating the shit out of each other. But there's, mm-hmm. despite the fact they're both clearly dazed, so it's slower. It's like one person hits one, and they have to like take a second, being like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> All right, bitch. Whoa, that was a whoa, that would hurt. <laughs> whoa, I almost fell over on that one. <laughs> oh my god! And then after this, fucking Lee hits two big ass German suplexes onto Shotzi. Basically, throws her across the ring. Yep, she goes for a third one, though, and it's one too many, and Shotzi elbows her way out of it, and then just palm strikes Lee in the face whenever she tries to approach her, which I just thought was awesome. Yes. No one uses palm strikes except for, like, Kyle O'Reilly last time I've seen, so I was like, oh, shit. I love then palm we get strikes, this, uh, it's like a couple of quick ones, like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. And then you get this cool sequence where uh, Shotzi spins Lee like she's going to hit her with a neckbreaker, and then just plants her with a spike DDT instead. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Then uh, Shasi goes for her finisher, which is the uh, back lagoon, which is a uh, uh, jumping back senton off the top. The back lagoon. Love so that. God I bless. thought they misspoke at first, and then I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I was like, is it black lagoon at first? I was like, oh, it's back lagoon. And that, I was that like, was, this is what bless I your pun. Bless it. It's like Becky Lee's the disarm her. I'm just like. Becky I Lynch, love... you mean? Becky Lee. Lynch, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Becky Lee and Kimber Lynch. God. <laughs> God, those two have a hell of a match. Yeah, they had a match on the indies, and I just need to find it. Probably. Ooh, I would love to see that. Anywho, before I uh, forget this, where I was going with this, uh, this then goes where Lee goes for a swanton off the top after she knocks Shotzi like off the tower. Like she hits the ropes, and Shotzi just falls to the floor. 
Lee goes for a Swanton, whiffs instead. Shotzi gets up, hits the back Lagoon for the win. Yep, Shotzi gets the 1-2-3 here, pinning Kimberly. Uh, this match was awesome. Great match. <laughs> it was short, but it was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that was thrown into it really made it feel like a really good, solid match. Yep. Um, I, I think I'm willing to give it the mark out. I was torn. I was like, do I want to give it? I'm like, it's a short match. It's never a ton of story. But at the same time, like, everything is just so well executed that I was like, if I gave, I would be willing. I'm going to give this match the low mark out. I think it, I think it go hit there. This I think a, I'm also, I'm also going to give it the mark out. This it, is a it was good, very, very good short match. It's just well executed wrestling between two really talented female wrestlers. I agree. hundred percent. It was super good. Again, I've never seen a Kimberly match that disappointed. Shotzi also just put in the work in this match, and just yep. it was awesome. Welcome to the ball pit. Hell. <laughs> I love when she I don't know if she still says it, but I love when she says that shit. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Zach, that wraps up all of our matches for this week, so you know what that means. It's time for the double down. The double down. It's now time to find out if the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the Double Down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last, I guess, two weeks ago at this point and and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, do you remember who went first for the Double Down? I know it's been a while. Let me think here. Uh, let's see. I had... Oh, what the hell did I have? Oh, I can't find. Um... Let me think. I gave you... I'm trying to remember if I went last year. I believe... Okay, I know. I gave you Kimberly versus Aisha Raymond, and you gave me Daniel Garcia versus Tony Deppin. Okay. I want to... I'm going to go with saying that I went second for the double down. All right, so I'll kick us off this week. Yes. Uh, we Okay, so you gave me, like I said, uh, Daniel Garcia versus Tony Deppin from, once again, Beyond, Beyond Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> uh... This match was absolutely insane. Oh yeah, this match was the nutty. I think I gave this, this is match another. This is another mark out. Yeah, uh, this is another one of those matches where remember how I said these two beat the crap out of each other? Yep. This is another one of those matches where I really, really, absolutely, truly mean it with my whole heart. These two, mm-hmm. <laughs> these two kicked the absolute shit out of each other. Oh. It's like they went in and was like, hey. Who can land the most potatoes in this match? Yeah. <laughs> like, how much can our bodies actually take of just real high-impact just strikes? Oh, my God. Like, these two, like, hit chops. Like, it was insane. It was absolutely, like, chops that rang out the arena. Kicks that just knocked people senseless. Punches. Like, ev- like they threw everything at each other. Like, hmm it was just ten. It was a like ten straight minutes of just like two trucks in a demolition derby, just never stopping. And yep. neither truck will give in, and they just keep ramming into <laughs> each other. <laughs> like it is absolutely wild mm-hmm. how hard these two go at each other. Like I don't even have. You know what's funny? I was just in so much awe of this match. I don't even have any like spots written down. The notes I have for this match are. Heavy hitting, 10 minutes of absolute impact, these two are gonna murder each other, and Deppin wins. And that is my notes for this match. Because <laughs> I was just, like, enthralled. It's I was, these great. two absolutely killed each other. Yeah, they did. 
Oh my god, I loved every second of it. This match is easy, like, easy not even snap-off mark out. Like, I cannot begin to describe to you how awesome this match is. Go watch it. Yeah. It's on you again, free match on YouTube. Don't Beyond just gives away these pay-per-view level matches for free constantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh man. go check out again Daniel Garcia versus Tony Devin. You will absolutely not regret it. Uh you know, if he dies, he dies. If he dies, he fucking dies. <laughs> this match ruled, Zach. I fucking ruled. I remember I, I'm glad you liked it. I remember I, I have high mess slash mark out here because I remember this match was really good. It's really good. I love. I there was. I there was parts where I definitely popped off on this one. Oh, oh yeah. Like it was very, very good. And I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I was like, oh, it's eleven minutes. How good? Like it's fine. I'm sure. Then I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely blown away. I didn't. I think if I. I'm trying to remember what happened. I think I want to say that when I finished this, I was like, didn't give me the markout feeling, but it was really good. And I was like, Mikey might like this. I loved it. I'm I loved this match. Like High it. impact. These two, like I said, these two killed each other. These two brought very everything good. they had and just went 10 minutes of just pure adrenaline wrestling kill each mm-hmm. other mode. Anyway, uh, my match was short, so I'm going to let you get right into yours. And I oh, geeked out about man. it enough, I think. Oh, God. You gave me, as you previously stated, I'll say it again, you gave me Jane Hayer. Versus Aisha Raymond. Mm-hmm. I really like this, this was match for the too. GWF Women's Championship. It was with Raymond yes. coming in as the champ. Mm-hmm. I really like this match. I also did. This match was a very well booked match. Like first, right off the bat, great crowd again. I I will always talk if a crowd is great. I will always mention it. this crowd was awesome. This crowd wanted Hater to win really badly. They didn't want Raymond to win. It gave Raymond a lot of, like, energy to feed off of and, like, just, like, just be a great heel. For starters, I really like how strong that they booked Raymond to look in this match here. Uh, real uh, real quick aside for this match, did I, I don't know if I told you yet, but uh, Aisha Raymond actually messaged us on Twitter thanking us for reviewing Ooh. the match. Oh, that's so nice of her. Yes, it was very nice, and I appreciate it. So, hey, Aisha Raymond, if you're listening and you ever want to come on, DM us on Twitter. Let us know. We'd love to have you for an interview. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. All right. So, let me see. Oh, my God. So, let's see. Let's let's start off with how this ma- this story of this match. The story of this match is basically, can Hater outmaneuver Raymond before Raymond can hit her power moves on, on Hater? Like, to give you a perspective for those of you listening about how strong Raymond is booked here, Raymond back-elbowed Hater to get her off of her from a German at the beginning of this match, and it literally sent Hater flying across the ring into the turnbuckle. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, they 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 show you exactly how this match is going to go right in the beginning. Speaking of which, there's a really cool spot that comes out from this that I really liked. Where, like, after uh, she then tr- Raymond then tries to run at Hater, who's in the corner at this point. Hater ducks, hits a flurry of strikes, gets thrown onto the apron. And I like how Raymond runs at her, but eats just this, just this meaty-ass knee to the gut. Mm-hmm. And then hit, eats a stunner after she's draped over the middle rope. Uh, to hanging towards the outside because that basically set the tone for this match where it was like, Hater hits hard and fast, but she's not as strong as Raymond in this match. Yeah, this match felt like a lot of, like, Jamie Hater trying to out-fox yeah. Aisha like, Raymond. 
there's literally a moment, if I recall correctly, where Hater like tries to go for a German, and Raymond just immediately punishes her. And then later on, Raymond tries to go for a uh, a suicide dive, and Hater just instantly elbows her in the face when she gets to the ropes. Yep. And it just basically shows you like these two are going to be punished if they try to do something outside of the wheelhouse, unless their opponent is just absolutely debilitated. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, let me think. Uh, what else is there? Well, hold on. I'm looking through my uh. <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite spots in this match was the delayed suplex uh from oh, Raymond. My god. She like yeah, she gets her in like this super long suplex towards the end of the match. She hits it once, goes for it a second time, and then Hater just swings it back like a pendulum into like where she's falling backwards and she just fucking spikes Raymond on her head. Oh yeah. Looks awesome when she hits her with that. Yeah, one of my favorite spots in that whole match is it is reversal. one of mine too it's so i remember good. when i watched it i was like oh shit it's just it's just uber clean like mm-hmm. it looks so it looks so buttery smooth yep uh let me think there's like points here where like raymond's in charge and like there's like a there's like this nice little neat thing i like we're like this is this fun thing where aisha's got and i actually finally found the name of this fucking move it's a <laughs> submission hold where you take both your opponent's arms you wrap you, you cross them and you use those to choke your opponent right yep God bless the guy on commentary. He fucking called this move by what it is. It's called a Japanese stranglehold. There you go. We, we did I, it. For so long since I've been doing this show, people do this move, and I'm like, I don't know what this move is. It looks brutal, but I just don't know what this move, what to call this move. I do now. Now we know. We learn something new every day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's just a nice little thing where uh, Aisha's got her in the stranglehold, and she uh, knees her in the back. Just so that she could yell at the crowd because the crowd's like clapping and trying to get Hater to come back. She knees her in the back and leaves like Hater out of breath, like just fucked up basically from it. And she turns to the crowd and just basically wants to shut the fuck up. And they all just stop and boo her. And she goes right back to put her <laughs> into the hole. And I just like it because it's like, it's little things like that that I enjoyed in this match where like she was really playing off the crowd's energy and so was Hater. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like that her finish is a powerbomb. Granted, I'm biased because when I was a kid, and Batista was a big thing. The Batista bomb was his finisher, and I loved, I loved it. So I'm always a big fan of the power bomb finisher. Fair. And I liked how like Hater like kind of got full of her stuff here, of herself here in the end here, and tried going for a running knee too many times, and then and then Raymond just punished her for it. Yeah, Raymond just like catches her on the last one and just slams mm-hmm. her with a power bomb. This match, the best way I can describe it was simple but well told story with a mm-hmm. with very solid, very very like hefty wrestling like these two every strike these two had it like oomph there was like a solid yeah. ass connection with each hit they both sold it really well too yeah there was meat there was like behind there was meat behind all yeah, those it hits. made like, me they go were solid damn. you were just yeah. beating the shit out of each other and i knew hater could go because i'd seen one of her matches from shine where she teamed with uh, allison k funnily enough huh, well i it was a match you gave me. I, I'm I'm surprised. I can't remember the the other two competitors' names, and I don't want to butcher them. Oh no, that was from Shimmer, where she teamed with Shimmer. B Priestley, not Allison that K. Was it. Oh shit! Fuck! I could have sworn it was Allison K. It was B Priestley. Hmm. I remember that match because I liked that match a lot. It was a very good match. I think I gave the match a markup, but I digress. For giving this match the the grade before I forget to it, I'm gonna give this match the high meh. Okay. Didn't hit the markout range for me, but like I'm always a fan of two hef- of like heavy strike. In wrestling, I really enjoyed this match a lot. Me too. I thought it was very, very good. And uh, yeah, I think like, I gave yeah, it, it a high a, meh as as my review. I think I if I recall correctly, you were you were in a similar situation with me and Garcia and Deppin, where you were like, 
tempted to like, give it the yeah, mark out, but you fence. ended up giving it the meh, the high yeah. meh in the end. I think that's what I'm going. I'm going with high meh, but it was a great match. I agree. It was a really well-wrestled match between these two, and they mm-hmm. really knocked it out of the park. I sense a theme here where we picked three matches this week where we had women beating the shit out of each other. Or people just, beating, just the, people shit beating, beating the shit out of each other. Just people beating the shit out of each other is my favorite just, kind of match. Yeah, just people beating the shit out of each other. Garcia, Deppin, Raymond, and Hater, and then your other match, which was uh, no, then Blackheart and fucking Lee. I, I just love brawl. Each other. I just I just love when people brawl it out, man. Why do you think? Why do you think like Kevin Owens is one of my favorite wrestlers? I just love Fair high point. impact. I just love high impact wrestlers. Like like ah. no nonsense. Just like I'm going to slam into you with my body and I'm going to throw you around. You know, like fair enough. Yeah, I what I need is. In my life, I need to find a match on here where, I, where we get like a super high flying match. Like I want like a spots fet match next time I next next time we record. I need to find. That. Uh, let's look. Uh, Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very Young true. Bucks. I I Ooh. do. I, I that's true. I have, I haven't watched like a like a solid spot heavy match in a while. Like mm. uh, I haven't watched. Oh man, you know what I want to you know what I want to watch again. I want to watch Bucks versus Omega and Page again. Oh my god! Oh my god! I haven't watched what a match that was. God damn! I remember when that match was. We watched that. We watched that. We watched that at my house, right? Yep, we did. I remember when that match was going on. I remember thinking to myself, "This is the best tag team match I have ever seen," and period likely will be one of the best matches. I one of the best tag team matches ever. And I remember because you had to go to the door to get our food when they were going through the finish, and I was just popping off with stuff, and you were just like, "We ordered pizza." I was like, "Why did you have to show up now?" Oh my god. God. <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh, what a just what a match. Anyway, let's Good that that, that that does it for this week's episode of Independent Waters. We went through the we went through all of our matches, we went through the double down, we got everything out of the way. Uh go check out every go check out all the other shows here on the Count Out Wrestling Network. Go check out Hit the Books every Friday where me and Ryan Knightsey uh, book SmackDown and Raw in our own our own special way with our mm-hmm. own rosters, and we are bu- we are currently building toward Fastlane. Uh, so if you're into that, go check it out because we are on the road to WrestleMania. So things are getting spicy over there. Let me tell you. Uh, and any other shows on the network, go ch- go check out Your Dose of Death. Uh, how to talk to your friend about wrestling? Go check those out here. We have those weekly on the on the network as well. Uh, and if you want to follow the Countout Network for any updates, go check out our Twitter at, at Countout Pod, where we just share everything going on uh, with the network and just share our thoughts on the wrestling world and the world in general. We'd love to hang out with you over there. Uh, so go follow us if you would like. And also we have a YouTube channel, uh, Countout Podcast Network, uh, where where we put – or Countout Wrestling Network? You'll find it. Um, <laughs> go go subscribe there. We put out a bunch of cool video content. Uh for you that's different from our normal our normal podcast spiel every week so go check it out over there if you're into that and uh i think oh go check out the website uh cannotpod.com which also just has everything to do with the podcasting network if you want to learn a little bit about the host if you want to learn about all the shows we have stuff like that go check out cannotpod.com uh i believe that about wraps up the plugs zach you got anything this week nope didn't think so all right well (laughs) that just leaves one last thing to say then and that is Remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show.